Hello and welcome to A Pair of Dice Lost Podcasting Channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller for the evening. Previously, the group had been split up as they ascended the spiritual reflection of the Empire State Building, being apparently tested by the spirits that watched them. While Liv expertly saw through everything, Marcy and Leonard still remain trapped with their families, while Cass deals with her quarterly assessment for a job she never asked for. But soon, very soon, the identity of what lurks beneath the city will be revealed. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, Friendly Neighborhood Exalts, Episode 20, Vampire Weekend. My assistants and the main office. Where would I head to for everything? I uh, well, to... we're at the main office right now. The this is the local branch of the main office, I guess you could say. The actual head office. The uh, they, they kind of look for a moment, like that they're thinking of the actual word that would work for it. It's almost like they're speaking a different language, and like like the, like English is like their third language and they're literally trying to go through and categorize what word would actually work here as opposed to what they would normally speak and it takes them about five or ten seconds it's a very awkward pause and then they go the actual main office as you might be aware is actually currently re under uh under renovation uh we haven't been able to access it for some time but that's fine We'll figure it out. The servers are still active, though, so no problem. Hmm. Would there be a way I could access and file things? Some way to route it so I could take care of it there? Uh, route it actually at the main office? Route it... Uh, these documents and files and receipts and everything that I need to organize, is there a way that I could do this from my home to take care of things? Uh... I don't think I'd always be able to come in here to handle it. Oh, we certainly don't need you to always come in and handle it. We just need you to check in maybe once a month uh, with, with this branch office. Um, as far as setting up a thing at your uh, current location, um, maybe you'd have to communicate with, uh, with your assistant, though. She, she's been a deer, though. Don't worry. She's been filing all the proper paperwork. She's just still a little new to it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I, I would say I'm pretty new to this as well, so. Well, hmm. Let me, let me think of the better way to, pra- to phrase it. Uh, she's not new to it. She's actually a pretty old head at it, but she's new to the changing... L- business landscape she's very mm. she, she's got she, she she she's got some old habits that need to be changed she seems to think that certain things are not certain expenses you know we've got to make sure that in the changing land of business that uh of our business that we uh, we deal with these things so now that we've Fair. gotten that out of the way could you maybe uh do us a favor um we so we actually had some other questions for you. Uh, I see that the, the paperwork stuff can all get figured out. I actually wanted to know um, basically uh, three things. Uh, are, how are you faring making a name for yourself? And when it, they say name, you can kind of feel like 
Have you ever heard someone say something and you know that 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 like if they were typing it, it should be italicized for like emphasis? Yeah. Yeah. The, the word name is italicized while they say it. In, in the sense of like, uh, you know, my exalted name or uh, trying to like become known in this quote unquote business or um they are implying uh your portfolio of personas ah okay i just wanted to uh as far as that goes currently have not ventured too far into that uh well make sure that you do at some point you might want to make a separate uh being for yourself especially if you're Especially if your uh, if your powers uh, proceed to grow, sometimes the arcane nature of yourself can grow as well. And if it got I... any higher, it might get a little bit out of hand. You'd have to make an entire identity just so you could attend school and well, pay bills and have a place to live because you just kind of start fading. That may already be something I'm working. Excellent. We're good to hear that you're taking a step forward. So, next question. Have you made any uh, connections, any references that we can call upon to make sure that you're doing your job properly? Um, Outside of your circle, of course. I was about to say, that's probably the best reference so far. Uh, I suppose I have some. Uh, I assume you guys are keeping tabs on where I venture about. More we or less. always keep tabs on you. Uh, a certain clubhouse. Hmm, yes, interesting. Clubhouse. That's a good cover. We like it. Anything else? Anyone else that you'd like to call for that can uh, vouch for you? I think those might be the most succinct people you they, can talk to about it. They nod, and one of them, the Serenities one, seems to have a frown and underlines a couple things on her own notepad. Is Marcy in this scenario? She is as old as she is right now. Uh, originally in this scenario, she might have been a couple years younger, but like she is as old as she is now and has all the same powers. Right. So, see if I can use this this charm right here. Hold on a second. Are you going to ghost eat technique your dad? No, I'm not. I am going to use memory reweaving discipline, and I want to change the events of this recent scene, I guess, to make them think that they are completely, um, like they're 100% okay with what my decisions were. Damn, what do you have to roll for that? Um, it says, spend two essence while detailing the subject's new memories and roll manipulation and expression resisted by the target's willpower, both at difficulty six. The subject's memories can be rewritten based on the number of successes left after subtracting the result of the opposed willpower roll. If I get five plus successes, the subject can be given an entirely new history. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll that. All right. 
Do you have anything that'll uh, up your stuff through uh, essence through excellencies for that? Excellence of blazing sun, but I don't know if that will do anything for that. Excellence of blazing sun is what I got. Animal can empathy expression, which it does work for that. So what you could do with that excellency is you can uh, spend a, spend an essence and get uh, three extra dice. Get three extra dice, or spend an essence and a willpower and get and basically double your dice pool. Dude, if I do that, I'm gonna be it's three. If I spend three essence, my anima banner's flaring, right? Uh, yes. So actually, I- uh, well, actually, once you once you spend two, uh, your anima banner is flaring. Uh, in here. Oh. Oh, well, it's going to be flaring after this, then. Because that uh, memory weaving discipline is two essence. To clarify, is that if we spend it in here, or if we've already spent it? If you spend it in here. Got it. So, if it's already going to be flaring, I guess it doesn't really matter. I'll just spend one essence... And, uh, add three dice to this. Sounds good. Four, five, six successes. Okay, I gotta roll their combined willpower then. They got three successes. So, at three successes over, that means I can... A single pivotal memory in the subject's life can be rewritten. Alternatively, entire weeks of the subject's past can be written so long as they're not crucial to the substance of her life or identity. Okay, um, what do you want to change about your parents here? I want them to be... To think that that they actually wanted me to not choose the life of being a lawyer. That this argument never happened. And that they're celebrating my decision to go cryptid hunting. Like the old family. Okay. Um, with your anima flaring and your... I don't know. I guess that you, like, what the fuck do you even... You just say some words to her and, like, their, their memories just get fucking rewritten. You're still flaring, but they don't seem to pay it any mind. And you guys sit down and have a great dinner. Your parents are telling you all about how that they're so proud of you for following in uh, the old family's footsteps. How that you'll make a great cryptid hunter one day. And how that while that they know that they're doing some not great things, they'll make sure to fund you and your uncle's work. And as that you finish up dinner and you leave to go for once in your life have a nice normal conversation with your family you you walk through a door and you walk into a room that has a large couch and live on it hello thanks for leaving me in that elevator what would you have done had i stayed i don't know would you have left me i bet you would have you know i didn't really want to leave the elevator to begin with but you know what it's fine have you seen Lenny or Cass? I'm gonna guess that they're not finished yet. Right. I'm going to assume you had some 
very personalized quandary put before you you had to overcome. You could say that. Well, kudos for passing the test, I guess. Or whatever the hell that was. So I guess we wait. And Marcy's going to go take a seat on the opposite side of the couch and kind of like sit crisscross up, like pull her legs up and sit crisscross on the other side of the couch facing Liv. Waiting was my plan. Uh, Marcy, as you are there, um, sitting there, you feel kind of like a tingling in your back pocket and you pull out your shades and beanie that you use to hide your identity while you guys are playing superheroes. When you put on the shades, you can tell that they are slightly different. Mechanically, if you put on the shades now, you are able to see uh, spirits. Um, and by focusing on, by focusing on the spirits, you can now, um, uh, one of the things is that the shades do not allow you to see it while in combat, but you can just put them on and see ghosts. But if you get into like a, uh, a serious situation where that your brain's not act, where you, where the, you're not able to concentrate, basically the shades kind of shut off their power, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I I feel like it's kind of like if I, while I'm wearing them, I can see the spirits because I'm kind of in a relaxed state and letting my my own spirit and body kind of chill. But as soon as something serious ha- happens, I no longer chilled out and relaxed and attuned to my surroundings, so I can't see them anymore. Right. On top of that, so long as that you are not making any kind of attack towards them, you can also freely interact with a spirit. Like, actually touch it. Can I speak with them, too, or just touch them? Uh, just touch them. Okay. Just in time for Simple Man Freebird to be fucking atomized. Right? At least you can go pick up his ashes now. (laughs) It's so rough. Don't you say it's rough, you're the one that did it. It's rough. I didn't have a choice, bud. Your sisters are coming in for the charge. So, what's the likelihood that uh, leaving this building vaporizes Terry like it does Simple Man Freebird? Is there a way to tell that anyways? There is not a way for you to tell that. But, you, you know, it'd be a great way to figure it out is if that you tried. Yep. I'm going to grab Terry and charge past my sisters and jump out the fucking window. Okay. Make me a strength and athletics roll. Difficulty is going to be a seven since that you are uh, having to get past some obstacles. Now, when you're jumping out the window, are you g- trying to jump into the uh, into the helicopter or are you like just jumping out the window and praying? Oh, I'm I'm not even praying. I'm just jumping out the window and gonna heavenly guardian technique the uh, ground. That is, that's great. Okay. Uh, we'll use a essence and a willpower to uh, double the dice pool with uh, my excellence. Okay. And it's difficulty six. Uh, seven, since you're trying to get uh, get past your sisters. Third. I count two successes. I got the same thing. 
Okay, let me make a contested roll for both of them real quick. Nope. You slip right past them and through that open window that they had already uh, jumped through. Uh, you and Terry jump through. Luckily for you, this is not uh, the cabin in the woods and the force field does not activate uh, sending you tumbling down to your own death. Unluckily enough for you, you are on 469 and that is quite a ways to fall. Yeah, I'm gonna grab Terry like as we're free falling and tuck him into me and tumble so that we land on my back. And okay. then heavenly guardian technique the uh ground okay doing what nyx did to her lunar dude in the the old campaign yep oh memories how much does heavenly guardian technique cost it is one essence okay so that flares me and you'd spent an essence before for uh yeah getting for back your sisters. yeah okay Okay, Cody, um, you successfully uh, parry the ground. You and Terry take no damage um, as that you close your eyes from uh, the expected impact as you would after you have fallen uh, 69 stories. Um, on top of that, it feels like, you, you know, you're not used to falling uh, that far, uh, thousands of feet up in the air or however tall that that is hundreds of feet probably yeah um it's like 100 feet because each story is around about 10 so you're not used to falling that far uh ever but it does seem like it took a lot longer than you thought when that you open your eyes you are on the ground in a uh in a, uh on four one oh one. um you are on a plush carpet um, and in your arms, Liv and Marcy see you holding the form of a fiery man who looks nothing like Terry. No, wait, I'm sorry, not fiery, uh, watery. He looks to you and he kind of bubbles when he talks and he just kind of goes, Thanks for the assist, buddy. And he kind of slurps out of your grip. I'm, uh, oh... Man, hold on been, there. You must have been extra fun. Yes, uh, what can I help you with, buddy? <laughs> so, <laughs> were you pretending to be Terry the whole time? Of course I was, buddy. I'm the, I'm the pretend spirit of, I'm, I'm the shape of water. <laughs> 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 So you're not trying to leak this information? No, no. Leak, but a bunch. <laughs> and then he goes, I've got to get out of here. My boss needs me on floor 68. See you later, guys. Bye, buddy. See ya, buddy. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, guy. <laughs> not your guy, pal. Not your pal, friend. So, um, with that, uh, Cody, you, uh, your mask, you can feel has a little bit of extra power on it now. Cool. So your mask 
can now determine creatures of darkness under uh, can now basically give you what the, you wanted with Terminator Vision, but it basically just kind of goes, "This is a creature of darkness. This is not awesome." So, how how is your shape of water for Lenny? Distressing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're in distress. I'm going to say, Cody, that uh, the mask. The mask can determine when the creatures of darkness are there, but the mask only activates while that story-wise, the mask only activates that way when that latent essence is being used, which is to say when combat's happening. Gotcha, gotcha. So, like, if you're going to go and punch someone, you can, if you have that mask on, you can always tell if, uh, if the, if they are a creature of darkness or not. So it is Yakuza, and I can find out about them by punching them. Yes, actually, it is now. <laughs> All right, and then uh, final, final question here. Uh, are, have you been protecting your assigned circle? as best I Keep, can. Keeping them out of trouble, essentially. We, I know sometimes it's hard in this uh, in this line of work, but uh, we just want to make sure that you're doing your job as a uh, as a vizier. You, you've seen what I have to work with. Uh, yes, I, yes, having having two lawgivers and a well, a, a prince of death. It's uh, it's quite it's quite a weird a, uh, assignment. I mean, we did. We did manage to take some off your plate with the with the Princess of Hell and everything, but you know, maybe some of the paperwork might come through and she might come back, but who knows? Uh, but you know, I, we need you to help us out. I, I feel like with what I have to work with currently, and essentially being new to doing all of this, I feel like I'm doing a decent job at it as I'm trying to figure everything out. Alright, we can respect that. It is all new. Uh, it has been a while since these things have happened. Well, do you have any questions for us, then? Uh, if you have any suggestions for how to... Uh, work cohesively with my circle's particular natures, that would always be helpful. Oh, yes. Um, they pull out a couple massive documents on your circle... Beautiful. I'll go ahead and uh, take those massive documents and oh, add no, no, to no. more. Oh no, no, no! Those ma- those can't be leaving the uh, those can't be leaving the uh, the building. Confidential least, information, you know. Can I at least flip through them? Obviously. Sure. They hand you them, but you can feel the sense of uh, five pairs of eyes on you. All right. I mean, I'm not going to hide anything from them. I'm going to take the ones that were in my arms, set them off to the side, and I'm going to kind of look through them to get an idea of uh, what's in there. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, under the lawgivers, it mentions Marcy and Leonard. Uh, Leonard is listed as lovable oaf, doesn't understand what he's gotten himself into, easily manipulated. Do your best to keep him from falling from grace. Uh, as far as Marcy, it goes... Activist with a troubled past, enjoys helping friends, can be manipulated into uh, 
dire situations through proof that she's doing good. Basically appeal to Marcy's better sense of uh, her sense of right and wrong. And then there comes Redacted, which basically is, it would have said Oliver, but that name doesn't exist. The words on there don't make a whole lot of sense. They speak about how that he will bring about the end of days, how that he is the true uh, anathema that will destroy the world and how that it is impossible for him to care about other living beings due to his lack of a soul. These things reports on live are not good. Mm-hmm. Is but, it you know, a stereotypical thing I guess you would expect from someone who's an abyssal? Uh, yes, it, it is a very... Uh, it is a very stereotypical uh, response to someone who is, well, they have very opposite goals from you. Mm-hmm. There's a very good chance that uh, there is some untruths on there about live. Once you finish reading over it. I'm obviously going to kind of nod. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, I feel like Marcy and Lenny will be easy enough. Um... Live, I might be able to provide you with some more updated information. Oh, we would certainly appreciate that, but don't let us keep you too long. Uh, they all simultaneously look at their watches. We must be going. We do have more uh, more quarterly assessments for uh, for others in the business. Of course. Here's uh, their files back. I'll give them to whoever handed them to me. Okay. Uh, uh, and I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give uh, Jupiter back her pen and grab the files that were on the ground and kind of, uh, I have an odd question. These are kind of lofty to carry around. Is there any way we can compartmentalize these in a magical way? We can, uh, we'll have them taken care of and filed properly. Don't worry about it. It was more just, I wanted to be able to, to look over further. The, the files we'll, that they gave me for each of the for each of them. We'll leave them in the clubhouse for you. Don't worry. Perfect. I would appreciate that. They take the files back, and you know that you can find them in in the clubhouse at a uh, at a filing cabinet that has now appeared in the clubhouse. The ghosts are a little spooked. Ha. Um, as it, they leave, um, they go oh. to. Uh, oh, sorry. Is there any expectations you guys have of me? Just to... uh, Jupiter speaks to you. um, Just to continue keeping the secrets. Okay, I'll do my best. Oh, and of course, uh, deal with whatever is going on in this tower. (laughs) And as you guys leave, uh, you walk through the door and you find yourself on 4101. Cool. Christina, for getting through... The bureaucratic trap. Welcome to being a sidereal. Exactly. That's kind of what I wanted to do. Um, so the uh, the glasses that you use for your uh, uh, hiding yourself, because, you know, you have arcane force, so you only really just hide your glasses. I'm, su- I'm Superman. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, you basically just Clark Kent this shit. Um, yeah. So 
the glasses allow you to um, see so long as your shape as long as the glasses are on your face you can passively detect supernaturals that aren't hiding themselves like they are always active so long as you're looking through the glasses and because you beat the situation in the way that you did it actually gives you like a the best way that I can describe it is a room wide ping if something happens that you aren't looking at so like if a vampire came out of a sha- out of a shadowy corner but that shadowy corner is in your blind spot the glasses kind of like give you like a heads up display about that got it so like those spy glasses that you can get as a kid where it's got like the little mirrors in it you can yeah pretty much <laughs> yep who's all right they're anima flaring uh i the room. i think it's the two i think, I think you two yeah, I don't. I only used one essence uh, for that scene. Well, this is a new scene, so we stop than you are, right? Huh? Um, once that once that cash shows up, it is in fact a new scene. Okay. So for a little bit, you, uh, Lenny and Marcy are just like flaring, are just like Goku screaming <laughs> as their probably, animals are running. <laughs> probably an awful time to be around them. Lenny's probably, yeah. animals flaring. Like, up to the fucking ceiling while he's sitting sulking in a corner. Yeah, like, n- despite the fact that you have a uh, an inert plague inside of you, Tyler, that, uh, that reacts to sunlight. So, like, you're not dying from looking at them, but it is giving you a minor headache. Uh, what else is new? What so Cass else? is gonna, gonna come out of there and pull her cigarette pack out, pull one out, light it up, be like, well... That was a thing that just happened. You're one floor from open air. Could you not just wait? Nope. So. It's okay. I'll call my sisters. They'll break open a window and you can smoke out of that. (laughs) So. Why? So as the cast shows up, there is a butler. uh, Basically, is the best way I can describe it is a butler type person who comes down. Who appears to be made of uh, wires sparking electricity and almost like dragon scales. Hello, friends. Uh, We apologize for sending you through the express elevator. We, that is to say, the leader of this facility needed to test your conviction. An audience is not granted to the leader of this facility so easily. It was either that or you were going to have to fight the dragons in the basement. I knew I should have pressed the other button. <laughs> you won't be real with you if you did. I have stats for a fucking dragon. Hey, Cody, you want to press a different button? Uh, Cody, this was the yes. fight you needed to fight. Let's be real. No, no fight has hurt you yet. You're right. No fight has hurt you yet. Yeah, but this fight hurt me emotionally. The best kind. It's hurt me more than any other fight. I don't know. Well, we do appreciate you all uh, taking these things into account and uh, working within the parameters. We're very happy to know that our uh, defense system worked uh, and also very happy to know that you all did not accidentally uh, instigate it. Now, Brendan, I have a question. That was like a simulation type deal, but 
my spirits are still really mad at me. For now, yes. Okay, so it still has some it still has some clout in real life. It still has some clout in real life, but I'm basically going to tell you that once the night, uh, I, I will just let you know right now. Once the night's over, you can get rid of that. Okay. How, how would someone um, instigate security system? Oh well, if you had gotten off on a floor that wasn't you know, the floor you were intended for. Uh huh. It kind of just okay. looks over at Marcy with like a, a snarky grin. Marcy's going to stick her tongue out at you and then turn back to the rest of the group. <laughs> By the way. If you guys tried to get off on a floor that wasn't your own, like I'm really, gl- I'm actually really glad that Christina botched like she did. If you guys tried she, to, get she off wouldn't on- have gotten out. Yeah, like if you guys tried to get off on a floor that wasn't meant for you, uh, the force field would have activated and it would have been like, "Hey, take an unsoakable aggravated damage." Well then, if you'll all follow me, uh, the boss is waiting, uh, and this man leads you up a set of stairs. That takes you to a uh, domed area that is basically the uh, on top of the uh, the fucking building where you all can see the uh, the Big Apple, which is a lot larger than you thought it would be uh, up close. Uh, Cody, could you please make me a perception and a and alertness check? Difficulty eight. Oh boy, that's two successes. I like it. Okay. Now, Cody, make me a strength and athletics roll. Difficulty eight. Dope. And I will tell you what happens. Nine successes for a total of 69. Nice. Okay. So, uh, Cody, as you exit with a slightly mopey face, um, your ears pick up the telltale signs, uh, the telltale sound of a massive wagging tail, as well as four paws uh, crunching on—not crunching, but like slapping against uh, metal and concrete. Uh, with your massive, uh, as you look up, you can see the twenty-foot form of Simple Man Freebird, tongue lolling out and ex- just ecstatic to see you. Uh, he goes and jumps into your arms and you manage to princess carry him as that you set him down. He immediately jumps onto you again and starts licking your face. Leonard, I've missed you so much. I'm so sorry that I had to go. I'm so glad you're okay, bud. That means I don't have to punch the big apple. <laughs> no, the big app, the big apple has been helping me. He is the one who has been supplying me with power. Oh, so you but just the Big Apple did not... Yeah, I just disappeared. I was re- recalled back to where that I was needed. Also, the Big Apple decided that you should learn to stand on your own two feet. And then Simple Man Freebird looks to the rest of you. Hello, Marcy. Hello, Liv. Hello, Cass. I have missed you all. Can we see him? Yes, you guys are on the Umbra. You can see him. Awesome. You guys have been in the Umbra the whole time. Liv is actually going to like take a step forward and scratch Simple Man Freebird behind an ear. Tail wags. It thumps like a jackhammer. I'm going to... I'm going to go in and give him some belly scratches and blow smoke away from him. The dog is very happy. Also, you are being so nice and considerate. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to have smoke blown in your face. 
the floor kind of raises up. It looks like you're outside or there's some kind of glass ceiling uh, that is cut or glass wall and ceiling that is uh, keeping uh, the wind this high up from whipping around and uh, basically deafening you. Um, but you can see clear as day a uh, a gigantic apple that is uh, probably about 30 to 40 feet, uh, a 30 to 40 foot circumference at your best bet. You know, my sisters raised me to shatter the glass ceiling. Did they, though? They did. The women in my family are powerful. I won't have you saying otherwise. Yeah, but up until very recently, not so much. Yeah, you're right. So upon uh, approaching the gigantic apple, it does not look at you, but you can feel the presence of something that, while not greater than yourself, something that definitely has at least as much of a spiritual presence as you guys do. This thing is old um, and from a time that uh, would make mortal memory seem uh, very, very short in comparison. As that uh, you feel the presence uh, looking down at you, the air around you rattles with the voice of this thing uh, as it kind of digs its way into your uh, into your ears. Hello, champions of this fair city. You have come seeking an audience with the city god of New York. How may I assist you? Aren't you the one that pulled us here? I extended my reach to attract things that would be willing to protect the city. That it happened to find you all is a great boon to me. I had expected the tribes of Gaia or maybe the will workers to answer my call. Oh, is it because you caught worms? That joke is funny, and I realize you don't know why. <laughs> uh, despite being a uh, unknowable, uh, ageless thing, um, it doesn't get the uh, the subtleties of this joke. I'm guessing that uh, y'all are assuming I said the why worms, and not the other worms. I was just telling them what Terry told me he had. Said you got infested. You're not incorrect in assuming this. There is an infestation of Knights people and tropic forces, things which would destroy the world if given the chance. Well, we can't have that happening now, can we? There's kind of a sudden uh, pressure, I guess is the best way to put it, as it lashes like its its spiritual presence out, uh, not in a uh, harsh way, but it is still like a gigantic thing. So like touching smaller things than it is sometimes has a little bit of a backlash. Um, it specifically uh, caresses like an unseen hand close to live 
And in doing so, uh, Tyler, if you could give me just like a uh, strength and athletics uh, roll just to like stand your ground. Sure. Uh, difficulty six. Yep. Now I could think of a stand my ground by within temptation. Two success. Okay. So you feel something that is not unlike a uh, someone Leonard size uh, giving you like a tackle, but you like stand uh, you stand resolute against it. Uh, Tyler, do you have anything in your uh, charms or anything that stops mind reading? I do not think I do. Okay, if you could just give me a willpower roll, it's going to be a uh, difficulty of eight. What do you start with, base willpower? Five. I think Britt's the only one who picked up willpower. One success. I, one success is all you need. So um, you can feel this thing digging around in your recent memories. If you allow it to, it's going to pull out the information of what that you all did to the uh, Giovanni crime family. If not, uh, you don't, it does not have to get the information. Ask nicely. Ah, uh, yes. I apologize. Being a creature such as myself, it is rare that I get to brush up against the etiquette of mortals therein. Heroes, you have done good for this city already. This I can tell from your hearts. Would you please tell me what that you have done? At that, I'll, uh, I'll kind of drop my guard a little bit. Well, Cass shot me out of a bow and we punched some muggers. <laughs> that sounds quite delightful. Um, Tyler, when you let down your guard to let it take the information about the Giovanni crime family, you can see the form of the apple um, kind of shifts a little bit as the red uh, that is almost unnaturally bright fades briefly and then it looks like the apple is this gray dried out husk but it's healthy if that makes sense okay it's the equivalent of what an apple would look like in the shadowlands oh okay and then the color comes back up it and as it does, there are a few spots on the apple where that it kind of you can see little like pock marks inside of it where that like rot might have gotten to it. And there's a noticeable like rip mark on the stem uh, right up at the top. And then it speaks again. You heroes have stopped an entire facet of reality from crumbling and coming through. This task was not your intended task, but I will thank you profusely for doing what needed to be done. My other self in the other 
spiritual realms has been saved. So there's more fancy restaurants to go to? There are more places that need to be fixed. Within the core of the city where its blood flows, a festering infestation has been allowed to take root and grow. If not stopped, it will break up through the ground and consume all living beings. Lovely. And yet, that is not the only threat to this city. There is also that which comes from the stem, from up top, from those who would rule in glass towers. They stare down while they swirl their glasses and drink from those below them. Corpo scum. If you all heroes would please do me the favor of taking out these corruptions, I will, as in ages long past, swear my allegiance to you. What all does this entail? Christina, just so I can get it right, do you mean uh, what all does uh, him swearing, uh, this thing swearing the allegiance to you entail, or what all does uh, this work entail? Yes. Oh, okay. If I swear my allegiance to you, you all will have greater power among all spiritual beings than anything else in this world currently possesses. You will be able to stride across the land as your forebears once did, bringing righteousness to the unrighteous. As for what needs to be done, there is a thing, a massive thing, which works within my veins, and I need it, my veins upon the physical world, and I need it excised permanently. Show it the light of the sun, and it should crumble before it. I can do that. And I need those who sit in their ivory towers, their towers of glass, plotting the destruction of the world for their own benefit. I need them taken out. Aren't we on top of an ivory tower? A tower of glass? More glass tower than an ivory tower. Huh. While this may be true, they are beings playing at the power that you all truly deserve. So here's another question. How do we find these things? These beings? Okay, so Christina, it kind of... uh, You can feel kind of a pulse go out throughout the city, and you can kind of stare out at the city, and uh, in doing so, there are a few large uh, buildings that seem to light up 
They're mostly office buildings, but there's a few uh, that look like uh, hotels or uh, places that would have uh, suites at the top of the fo- at the top of the building. Well, that helps. If you need, I can adjust the your own umbral sight when you peer at things through through the real world that you might be able to match things on top of one another. That might help, yes. Do you all have any questions for me? Marcy's just kind of standing in the like in the group just listening and watching, not really like eager to speak to the uh, spirit apple. I have a hard time understanding why this is my problem. Because with these problems not taken care of, everyone in this city could die. This city already killed me. The city took my hopes and dreams from me, and now it needs me? Would you forsake the lives of people who are innocent of any fault against what about what happened to you? If it went the way they wanted, that decision would already be made for me. We are sorry that you feel this way. I stood for something when I lived, and now I feel like I don't. Well, you can always stop the horrible situation that happened to you from happening to other people, but depends how you want to look at it. This kind of just sits, like, takes a seat and collects his thoughts and doesn't speak anymore. So, just to be clear, you're, what exactly are you asking of us just to protect the city, or is there like a specific ask? Yes, I would appreciate a very specific task. At the very least, the thing that works beneath the ground must be taken care of. What thing's beneath the ground? The subway. Arcee, didn't your uncle say not to go down there? Uh, yeah, he did. He said it was not good down there. In short. So, uh, Mr. Apple, what is down there? Or do you have a better name than Mr. Apple? Mr. Apple will work fine for now. What is below the ground is... A festering hive of a single creature, large, tumorous, and feeding upon the living. Hey, Brendan. Hey, what? Can I roll on a cult roll to see what he's trying to, like, to find out more information about what he's saying? There would not be a whole lot of information on what he's actually talking about. All right. I'm gonna look at Apple Dude, um, and be like, "Does this thing have a name?" Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a die here. Decide whether it knows it or if I'm gonna try and pull it. Yes, it does have a name, but we would have to stretch out our feelers to find out that could be dangerous. How so? It is a hive mind 
might be dangerous to touch it. Good to know. Christine, are you going to try? Oh, yeah. Roll it. Yep. Oh, I see one success out of, out of all that. That's so good. Okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna message you real quick. I'm gonna message you real quick so that you can uh, react to it. Alright, that sounds good. I have a lot of bullshit, so hopefully it's something I can use against it. It's your essence in days that it can't be spoken, right? It is... Yeah, uh, the essence rating days per success. And since I only got one success, uh, it's two days. Okay, give me just one second. I need to double check that I am spelling this right. Sent. I don't know if Cass knows what that is or not. She would almost definitely would not. Yeah, I don't think she she would. Can I? Can I try rolling a cult for that? I'm gonna honestly say no. Again, there's not a whole lot of specific information that you guys would have had access to to get that kind of information. Now, if you had, like, say, I don't know, like, a vampire buddy or something to talk to, you might be able to get something for, about that. Or a spider. A most efficient secretary named Charlotte. Literally, I'm going to give you a very generic question. It's not. I'm not going to do anything specific. It's literally going to be like, what is a blank? I'm not going to be like, what is its purpose? Like, I'm not asking for anything. I just want to know what the fuck it is in character. Um, are you asking that of Charlotte or are you asking that of the, uh, the apple? Ooh, I could ask the apple. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and ask the apple. Uh, hey, Applejack. Um, what's a Zanisi? That is a name that we have not heard in millennia. Uh, apparently that's the name of the thing down there. This is most unfortunate. Wanna elaborate? I've never heard of whatever that name is. It is the name given to a grandchild of Cain. Oh, I'm supposed to kill those. That's what God told me to do. I'm okay. I'm out of character blanking on if we've been told that vampires are related to Cain or if we could just logically know that based off of old stories or not. Um considering that Lenny has actually been told about that, um yeah, you could probably, like, piece it together. Like, the the logic is kind of forming, and you, you kind of know that this thing is super old. Well, nobody told Lenny that vampires were children of Cain. They just told him he had to kill children of Cain, and vampires are assholes. So I'm trying to make sure that I can, in character, make the logic leap and not, like, metagame it. It, it has also referred to this thing as a leech, if I recall, and that sunlight would kill it. I remember the sunlight part. I'm sure at some point between Lenny's mindless ramblings, Cass is smart enough to piece together what was actually said to him and not build a baseball team. Yeah. I wanted to make sure it wasn't a, a meta-e leap or not. Because like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, God fucking damn it, it makes sense. Yeah, that, that tracks. Well, 
I guess that means I gotta go to the subway. Got a mission from God, guys. How big is this thing? Because if it's... Is it... Uh, Alright. How, yeah, how big is this thing? Larger than my spiritual form. Uh, if it were to be dragged out into... Uh, if it were to drag itself above ground, it might cover a few city blocks. So it's probably the size of a subway train at this point. It has been feasting upon the people that get lost in the veins. Hey, Marcy. Yeah? Can your uncle give us a tour, so to speak, of the subway? Um, I don't know, maybe. Uh, sorry. He definitely said not to go down there, though. Well, uh, I think you might have spaced out for a moment, but there's a thing that's kind of the size of a subway train, um, or at least a couple blocks, so I'm gonna say the size of a subway train, that's been picking off people down in the subway, and it's called, or it's called, or it's part of, a uh, Zabisi, which... Out of character, you can't stay. Can you repeat that again for me so I can just know what it is? Zemisi. Okay. Yeah, I, it's I name pilfered it, so you're not gonna be able to say it. But I just want to let you know. I mean, I can ask. That might be. Maybe he's seen something, so we have somewhere to to go off of. I could call him on the phone he gave me, if you want to. So I will let you know that uh, obviously you uh, do not get service in the spirit world. The uh, the cell phone towers are just not that good. That makes sense. Too real. Too real. Fucking can't have service in the real world. Can't have service in the fake world. My life is awful. Look at this. Don't worry, Britt. Once you're out of the spirit world, you'll always be at full bars. I, I'm going to look at everybody and be like, I don't have any bars here. I don't think there are any. Do spirits drink Big Red? What? No, what? Wait. Some spirits do drink. Oh, so where are all the bars at? Just not on this level, I'm guessing? Yes. So the spirits sometimes have some spirits to keep them occupied? Lift their spirits. Boo. Why are you booing? You know that I'm right. So we've got to go into the subway and me and Marcy got to kill this thing with sunlight. Is there anything else we need to know? That is all the information that I have at current. Well, guys, want to wanna go get lost in the subway? No, but sure. Maybe we should not be in the spirit world for this or wherever we're at if you wish I can I can switch you all over to a place if you have no more questions for me that is um I have one question speak child of the unconquered and I apologize if this is but why are you 
Did you say why is he rotting? Yeah. I am rotting from the vices and corruption that people have brought into this once great city. By cleansing the spiritual, the physical malady, it would also cleanse the physical, or cleanse the physical malady, it would also cleanse the spiritual malady. Gotcha. You have already, as a group, stopped the torture and destruction of the countless dead that reside within the city. Now it is time to stop the senseless killing of those who have been forgotten and the torture of those being used. Okay. So if you guys don't have any more questions for uh, Big Red here, um, you guys can, he will create a portal for you all to uh, go to the, uh, go back to the real world. Back, back to reality. Oh, oh there goes Red. <laughs> Fucking nerds. Do you guys take the portal? Yeah, hopefully this time walking through the uh, portal provided by the spirit world doesn't kill my dog. It most yeah. certainly does not. In fact, I would say it does the opposite of kill your dog. Is his dog back to life again? No, that dog is a spirit. That The, the real simple man free word has been gone for a very long time. You said the opposite of kill him. Like, come on now. Um, I, I will let you all know this, that uh, any essence that you guys have spent gets refreshed uh, back to full and any damage that you took, which I don't think anyone took any damage uh, is now instantly healed. Sweet. Neat. And it deposits you in front of an elevator door on the 99th floor. It's nice to see you made it through another episode. If you liked what you heard, leave a like, a review, or even a little comment. Let's say, from now until the end of this story arc, if people comment and figure out what I'm doing with the naming of these episode titles, maybe I'll give a surprise to my players in the next campaign I run. I promise there is a theme to these names, so if you figure it out, leave a comment with us on Twitter or Facebook, at A Pair of Dice Lost. Now, to make sure I can keep producing content for you all, I should probably mention our theme song for this season is Epic Blockbuster 2 by Raphael Crux. And other music in this episode was provided by Raphael Crux, Dog Sounds, Komiku, and Kevin McLeod. I think we have about two or three more episodes before we're done with this story arc, and then we'll be on to the final three story arcs. Boy, has it been a ride so far, and I am so excited for you all to get to this conclusion. Thank you again for listening, and remember, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt die. <laughs>